This weekend we're beginning a three-week homily series on the Mass. We're reading from the uh, Bread of Life Discourse in the Gospel of John, so it's an opportune time to kind of reflect on the really the core part of our, our, our Catholic faith and, and why we gather to celebrate the Eucharist every week. So this weekend we're focusing on a response to a, a question. Why come to Mass? Why did Jesus give us the gift of the Eucharist? Next week we'll be looking at the first half of the Mass with the introductory rite and the Liturgy of the Word. And then the last week we'll be on the second half of the Mass, the Liturgy of the Eucharist, and on the concluding rite. So, why gather for Mass? There's a story about a mom who one morning walked into her son's bedroom and said to him, all right, it's time to get up, we need to go to Mass. And he groaned and he said, let me sleep five more minutes. She came back in, once again, get up, it's time to go to Mass. He groaned again, five more minutes, just five more minutes. She comes back in again and she says, okay, this is the last time I'm coming in. You need to get up, get ready. We need to go to Mass, we're gonna be late. And he groaned again and he said, give me one good reason why I should get up and go to Mass. And she said, I'm gonna give you two reasons. Reason number one, I'm your mother, you need to obey me. Reason number two, you're the pastor, now get up. <laughs> so why do, we, why do we come to Mass? And I'd like to focus on uh, two main reasons. We, uh, I mean, we come to receive something, and we, we also come to give something. What do we receive? In the Last Supper, Jesus gave us the gift of his very self. He said, do this in memory of me. And we even hear in today's gospel, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And whenever the church is gathered through the centuries to celebrate the Mass, under the appearances of ordinary bread and wine, there's a transformation and a change. And what is ordinary because trans there's a transformation into the body and blood of our risen Lord. And Jesus gave us the gift of himself to really to nourish our souls. And he knew for his disciples, if, if they were gonna have a spirit of perseverance, if they were gonna be able to keep the faith and hand on the faith, they were gonna need more than just their own willpower, more than just a reliance on their own skills and abilities. They were gonna need divine sustenance. And Jesus gave us the gift of his very self. So whenever we gather for mass, we're given this, uh, this awesome privilege of being able to receive our risen Lord. And if we faithfully and humbly receive the Lord week after week, you know what's gonna happen? We're gonna become more like him. We become more Christ-like. So out there in the world, we can be the presence of the Lord and to truly have, have an impact. And so we, we come to receive. We have to kind of watch out for that as, a, as Americans because we, we tend to be very consumeristic. And so we don't just come to receive. We also come to give, but before I, before I, I, I get to that part, whenever we, we gather, and any given weekend, people come in in different spaces, and some come in really on top of the world. Maybe there's a new baby in the family, or someone just got a new job, or um, life's going very well. Someone just got into the college they wanted to get into. Or for young people, you know, the activities and things going on in their lives are going great and kind of feeling really good about life. Others come in and it's like being in a, even kind of a dark valley. Maybe there's been a death in the family. 
a sickness has come in, in, in with a family member or a friend. There could be a, some heartache or struggle and everything in between. And when we gather, the amazing thing about the Mass and about the Eucharist, wherever we're at, whether on top of the world or we're in a really uh, a deep valley or anywhere in between, the Lord meets us where we're at and gives us the graces we need as his disciples. And Jesus never said it was going to be easy, but he said, I will be with you always until the end of the ages. And he's most powerfully present to us when we're here to celebrate the Mass and the Eucharist. And again, he loves us so much that he would give us his very self to nourish our souls so that we can be strengthened. So as we gather this morning, I just know that just looking out here, we're probably, some are on top of the mountain and some are really struggling and everything in between, but we know that the Lord is here. And so he wants us to have that open posture to receive him more deeply into our hearts. Secondly, we, we also come to give something. We come to give God honor and praise. We come to praise God. We come to, to worship him. And the thing is, if we, uh, in, in fulfillment of the third commandment, keep holy the Lord's day. But if we, if we don't worship God, we're going to find something else to worship because we are wired up as worshiping beings. You look at the Israelites and in today's first reading, the Lord provides for them. And we know that with the Israelites, the chosen people, that sometimes they would veer off course and the prophets would call them back to the covenant. And there's that interesting part in Exodus where, do you remember when they fell into idolatry? What, were they, what did they start to worship? It's like in this, this golden calf, this pagan symbol. And they fell into idolatry. And we might think, how could they ever do that? How could they ever drift from their relationship with God to worship a, a thing. Can that happen to us? It can easily happen to us where we can, we can veer into idolatry, worshiping things that aren't God. It, it could, be, could even be our own egos. It could be power. It could be titles. It could be material things. We can uh, sometimes, uh, probably the item that is worshiped the most in contemporary American society would be uh, would it, how many of you have an iPhone? I mean, it's, it can be uh, it can be pretty uh, pretty a, a, a addictive, and we can. But there's things that all of a sudden it's it's just got a it's just got a, a hold of us, and really can kind of pull us away from our, our relationship with God. We can worship celebrities and great sports athletes. So, one of the key reasons why we gather to celebrate Mass and to worship God. And so we keep the right order and the right focus in our lives because we can, we can veer off course. And if we start worshiping something that isn't God, there's a disorder that enters in, in, into our lives in an unbalance. And when we have God at the center, things are in their proper order and place. That's why God made that commandment, keep holy the Lord's day. So what we do to get today is we praise God and we worship him. And I just want to say a little something here about the importance of discipline. And, uh, you know, the story I shared at the beginning, we, we've probably all been there. I was there as a kid. And uh, why come the uh, laziness can creep into our spirit? And why should I get up? And for the children here today, young people, and those of us who are a little older, we were there at one point. You wake up one morning, what? I really don't feel like going to school today. You know, 
Or how about the adults here? Have you ever had a morning you woke up, I really do not feel like going to work today. And, but we do it because it's the right thing to do. We need to have discipline for doing the right thing. And with, with the Mass, with keeping the Lord's Day holy and gathering for Mass, a day of rest and recreation, there's a, a discipline to that because we all can struggle with some sloth in our lives. But uh, the Lord responds to that discipline and that faithfulness. And I know in my heart of hearts that when we respond, we give our yes to God and our faithfulness and fidelity, he responds to that and deepens his presence within us. So as we gather today and we receive uh, the Eucharist, Jesus, the bread of life, we hear the great words of Jesus right at the end of today's gospel. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. He knows what we need at the deepest level is him. So as we receive him today in the Eucharist, let us thank him for this great gift and that we can be strengthened through his presence that out there in the world, we can live, be the, the presence of Christ and truly have an impact for the Lord. So next weekend, we're gonna look at the, uh, the first part of the mass, the introductory rite and the liturgy of the word. But today we thank Jesus for being the bread of life and nourishing our souls.